Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International on the new Net Radio Network. So, there you go. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, unexplained, unbelievable, and probably the first one. I don't know if I was the first show on there. I'm pretty damn close to the first show on the old Net. So, anyway, uh, with me, of course, is my compadre across the pond the ghost standard and ghost hunting and all that stuff mr steve parsons good evening good evening so i'm on the new toji net and i can't find the chat room <laughs> that can't be good <laughs> oh i hiding. found it yeah. i found Hi- it <laughs> hiding, in, hiding in plain it's- sight if you click under our podcast, a little pop-up menu comes out, and this says uh, Toji Chat, and that's what it is. So I apologize for that. I'm not used to the new Toji Net either. So anyway, we are live, and you can join us in the chat if you want to. But anyway, here we are. Well, Hello, John. No I see you. Yeah, there's no need. But you, I'm sure you listen to this, too. The majority of people listen to this on uh podcast where we are on a variety a potpourri of uh platforms including uh what the hell so like google or amazon amazon i think it is amazon apple, apple. yeah apple amazon uh i don't know i can't even think is it there yeah anyways and uh the international show is uh rapidly growing on the the ghost chronicles radio network so there you go uh, I was away for a couple of days, and I saw you, you were down at my favorite beach location. Yes, yes, I was, and I went to all our favorite haunts, Steve. Yeah, uh, rubbing I came it, rubbing some, it in. I saw some cool pictures. Uh, I came up on my uh, timeline of you know past memories of mm-hmm. me and you mm-hmm. on the porch. Uh, those were the days. Think. Yeah, those yeah. were the days when um, yeah. Brits were allowed into America. Yeah. And, uh, Everything so that that was good, but I went to one of our as one of the if maybe you guys don't know, but uh, my wife and I love to do uh, uh, thrift shop and uh, you know all those those stores here that that kind of I, I don't know what they called, but uh, whatever thrift, thrift love, stores that works sure why not <laughs> sip of tea there uh, anyway yeah so uh, you and I found one i think it was last year or the year before we found uh, the one with all the coins in it remember that one? oh yeah yeah, yeah. up in uh, pick, up in kittery yeah past kittery yeah yeah it's, i guess it's kittery but anyways uh, we went up there and i got some great little items from my psychometry classes so yeah i was psyched about that so that was that was a great find uh yep i was happy with that but uh yeah great place you can i get the name of it of course so it's not gonna i can't give him a promo <laughs> but anyway and then uh i was able to get uh something else that uh is 
really cool as well. And this was not from my trip. This was from my co-host from the international show, uh, Ann Carrigan. And uh, it is a uh, an actual hat from a uh, undertaker. Oh. So it, one of those top hats, it's wicked cool. I got the whole uh what's the word providence on it and all that stuff so i'm going to be give, putting that on uh patreon for our patreon listeners uh if you're not a patreon listeners why well, the hell they can, not they can win it no they can't <laughs> that's not leaving my little clutches uh i thought that would be a, a, a wonderful no, thing for you patreon. that would be no and that's a double no uh ah, so okay. Yeah. Mine, and mine, triple, mine, triple, mine, 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 you keep your hands off. Anyways, yeah, it, it's wicked cool, and I'll I'll be telling the whole story behind it on my Patreon, unless I was saying before, Stu, Steve, or whatever his name is, so rudely interrupted me. Uh, mine? You can be uh, a member of Patreon, too. But you won't Articles get the No, you won't, but you get to see as over two dozen videos on there of uh, some of Steve's uh, rare objects what he is not donating either so I wouldn't feel too bad about not donating my hat uh, that's on there as well as well as some Is that a uh, challenge? Re- I'll, I'll bring some stuff to donate next time. I, I've donated a lot of stuff as you well know That's I am so talking unfair. about being so fair I, that's just unfair and untrue. I've donated many items. To Only you. to me. And to other people. What <laughs> I wouldn't what? allow you to donate them to anyone else. I grab them what all. About, <laughs> what about the Loch Ness coins? The Stonehenge? Oh, for God's sake, a little coin. Whoopie do. Uh, what about what about the half pence? Big what deal. About the, actually, the ten pence. But what about yeah, the X Files um, torches that I brought over and the? Uh, I don't even remember them. The other prizes. What are the prizes? I cheer. I always bring something as a get as a yeah, prize. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You do, and uh, you do. I I really have to say say you yeah. really do. You're yeah. you're just a, a I, wonderful I mean, person, like, Steve. I wouldn't I wouldn't hand over my bishop's cloak or anything like that. Of course. No, 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 no. So. But you you are such a wonderful person. That's well, uh, you know, spread uh, the love. Yeah. Actually, so it, it's quite helpful. Yes. Otherwise, I'd just drown under a all the clutter in this office. I know. <clears throat> you ever went on up to your hands, you know, just pack it up and I'll take it. Uh, have you seen the postal rates to America? Yeah, I know. Trust me. That's why uh, <clears throat> Al Cooper's clothes are still sitting here. <laughs> I, I, I packaged up the, um, the new version of Ghostology and the new SPR publication to send over yeah. to you in time for Spirit Quest. Yeah. Took him down. Took him down to the mail office and uh-huh. the post office. Uh-huh. This is going to be a good story. I guess. I want right to now. post these. I want to post these to my friend in America. Um, and the lady said, "Yep, that'll be thirty-seven pounds, please." Like, <laughs> I went, no, it won't, because they're not. Going. I don't like them that much. <laughs> well, you could send them by sea. They could take up to twelve weeks to arrive. I said, "How much That's is right. that?" She said, um, "Oh, that's only uh, twenty-one pounds." Really, twenty-one pounds. I Holy said, um, tell you what, I'll hang on to them till next year. And I'll yeah, stick them in my luggage. Sure. Thirty-seven pounds. Unlike, unlike your mate here, who sent uh, your stupid connector over there. Yeah, no, that was fine. Trust me for the connector, for the package on it. It was like, okay. I, when that's I fine. saw the pa- when I saw the postage on that, I nearly fell over. 
I mean, it was a tiny, tiny little connector. Yeah. And Do you remember what the postage was? It was about $16. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, hey, I mean, like, it's not gold-plated. I know. Isn't that killer? It's like brutal. What do you think I bitch and moan every time I have to send something? That's yeah, like, it never, used to, be, it never used to be like that until, you know, the... the Biden the, got in office. No, and <laughs> it's, it's because at the moment, of course, earth rate is how the companies are making the money because they're not making it on passengers. Um, and so they put prices up. Do you want to know something uh, there about shortages and especially Christmas time? They're telling you right now, Biden. Oh, you yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't buy it now. You know, they, uh, you know, they, they the uh, containers, container ships, right? Yeah. Got no containers. A container used to cost. Yeah, that's true. A container used to cost uh, to ship it over here. I, I I'm trying to get my. I don't. It, all right. So don't quote me exact numbers, but I believe it was around thirty-two hundred dollars. Okay, U.S. dollars. It is now twenty-three thousand, and it's a bidding war. Yeah. For the same. Oh, I believe it. It's the same over here, but weirdly, weirdly over here, um, yeah. because our energy. Um, suppliers for oil and gas. Yeah. Well, primarily natural probably gas. Us. <laughs> no, no, actually, we supply we supply most of the petroleum products to the eastern seaboard uh, from here in the UK. Not a lot of people know that, but also yeah, in fact, but just process them. You don't actually, you don't do the raw stuff. You you process yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's it's not sea crude. Get a Nazi soil. North Sea, yeah, North Sea oil is brought to me. Along to Scotland? No, it, it's brought to Milford Haven. Let me finish. It's okay. brought to Milford Haven here in West Wales. It's yes, processed into aviation spirit for the jet engines. Uh-huh. It's then loaded onto ships and it's sent to all of the major um, regional or all the major uh, airports on the eastern seaboard. So all of the fuel for Bo- for Boston, Philadelphia. New York and Washington is supplied from here. Really? I didn't know that until a few weeks ago when uh, a guy who works at the refinery, it is a Valero refinery though, but works at Valero, um, explained that that's why all these ships go out um, across the Atlantic from here, the, t- the tankers. They're all oh. going to, um, yeah, they all bring your guys the Avgas. That's good to have. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there we are. Uh, yeah, but going back but, to this uh, situation, I was talking about oil and gas. Um, well, I had something too. Well, I, I was I'd started, so I'll finish. Uh, mainly, mainly the gas, which is actual yes. gas, not yes. petroleum, um, which we import from Qatar. Um, as I like to say, Qatar. No, Qatar. Um, I like Qatar. Anyway. Um, there's a load of energy supply suppliers going bust because the prices of shipping that over have gone through the roof. But mm-hmm. we got those similar warnings, but about, um, you know, toys and all that sort of stuff that's imported okay. from them, from um, China, China. Uh, <laughs> on container ships. Uh, good uh, I'll tell you a story about China in a minute. Um, but they, um, we we use a lot of, as indeed you will in America, carbon dioxide gas. In food preparation, it's used to stun the animals prior to um, slaughtering in the abattoir. Euthanizing them. Mm. And it's also used in the food packaging to 
preserve it for longer. So when the packages are sealed, they're filled with carbon dioxide. And Aren't they just breathing? Well, carbon dioxide <laughs> production is actually a byproduct of fertilizer manufacture. Fertilizer manufacture is a byproduct that requires this um, gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fertilizer production stopped. Therefore, the byproduct, carbon dioxide, stopped. Therefore, food production stopped or was about to stop till the government stepped in. And I'm thinking, what a crazy situation this is. We're all we're all doing carbon capture and carbon neutral and not pumping yep. CO2 into the atmosphere. And now we've run out of the bloody stuff. There's a certain sense of irony there, isn't there? You know, we're all like, oh, no, we can't produce any carbon dioxides. They're bad. But, oh, we've run out of carbon dioxides. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Hey, talking about the Chinese, quick one. For, um, yeah. I, it was the SPR's conference at the weekend. Um, oh, how was that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I was all done, it was all bit. done by Zoom. And, yep. uh, of course, I, I had, a, had a book to um, launch. Um, and... Yep. Uh, did the did the presentation you'll see it you'll see it at spirit quest same presentation um anyway during the q a that came up afterwards they were asking me about evp devices and uh, i was describing I gonna say they uh, you asked about gonna ask about no, the, uh, i was i was i was describing them and yes i said well many of them consist of what is basically a cheap Chinese radio, some guitar effects pedals, some Christmas lights and um, some crystals. And that was that. You know. Then that went up, well. up popped up, popped a comment. I oh. don't think you should be referring to them as Chinese radios. That could be con- conceived of as a being a racially inflammatory. <laughs> 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 there was a snowflake in the lounge <laughs> hello it's from china what else did you refer it to <laughs> well i should have just referred to it as a cheap radio oh, okay oh. or you could or you could refer to it as a uh a cheap radio from the land of the slant eyes um you can't which that. that would get you arrested over here you, you oh it would yeah, unless you're prince philip okay do you ever see the father uh, Ted one? Yeah. Do you ever see Father I'm Ted? A racist. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that show. For those who haven't seen racist. it, watch the damn show. It's one of the funniest shows. I, it's about priests, which you think, oh, okay, that ain't gonna be very funny oh, and everything. It is. It is. It's freaking hilarious. It's it's gonna rank up as one of my favorite comedies of all times. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, the tragedy there is, of course, that the actor that played Ted died. Yeah, died. Yeah, um, yeah three seasons. But, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are some fantastic lines. Dougal oh, and fantastic. Do you have a favorite one, Steve? What favorite episode? Yeah, favorite episode. Ooh, that's. Difficult. I have one that sticks right to to my that's mind every time. It, it's pro. It's probably the the um, song contest. That is a good one, you know, and I think that is uh, Stephen Scott's favorite too, as Probably well. Mine, with without a, a shadow of a doubt, without a blink of an eye, is Speed. <laughs> oh, that that no, one has got so much going on. It's so freaking funny, and it—I mean, it's just hilarious. This is, this is the episode with the bomb on the milk milk 
float, isn't it? it, it it's got so much to go. First of all, you got that stupid brick, right? The yeah. one of the priests. Well, I don't know if we're getting into it, but the, the one of the priests there adopts a brick uh, because the housekeeper was reading some magazine that by putting a brick and whatever. Anyway, says you got to see it. And then go there's on, a milkman. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah. And then, milkman. What's that? And he gets a job as a milkman. I, I know, and, and it all starts off, of course, well, the brick is the first thing, and then it all starts because they were judging the baby contest, which yeah. was ugly because they all had a lot of facial hair, <laughs> which brings us to the milkman. The milkman. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. What's that, Steve? He gets the sack and, terror and, and puts a bomb onto the milk float. Right, which the other priest, Dugan, becomes the milkman <laughs> for the day. And, uh, yeah, he can't bring the milk float down under four miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, but you've got, the other, you've got the other priest driving around saying, what should we do now? Well, well we could say another mass. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a meeting and we've decided we're going yeah. to say a mass. You've got, you got to see it. If you haven't seen Father Ted, honest to God, it is the actually, funniest you just remind one of my favorites actually may possibly be either the the movie yes the yes, one that or, or when the reporter comes to craggy island to interview them and there's the fairground that is the first one i think right uh, one of the first ones one of the very first ones very and first ones yeah you've got th- you've got such monumental things like uh, in the fairground in the house of horrors is the spider baby yeah, <laughs> the, the rides are hilarious too. But yeah, Craggy Island is is supposedly an island off of Ireland, I believe. Steve, is it? Yeah. It, well, it actually, yeah. in the opening credits, they use the Aran Islands off the. Oh, okay. uh, and then, um, I mean, all it's it shot in in the Republic of Ireland, and all yep. the locations are fairly well known. Um, and it's it was written by. Irish scriptwriters, Irish comedian scriptwriters, and they've they've it done some other they've done some other equally funny uh, series. Did they really? Oh yeah, there's there's currently one um, running now that's got one of the writers in it. It's called Ghosts. Now, now I was going to ask you about that. Uh, okay, so we can we can move on to that in a second. Uh, I just want to mention. I just remember what Steve uh, Scott, Stephen Scott's favorite episode, which is <laughs> kicking the um, bishop in the ass. Oh, kicking Bishop Len up the ass. Yes, that's it. <laughs> okay, tell your own ghosts. <laughs> no, I mean, there is, everybody here in the UK knows, you know, lines from Father Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody. It's hilarious, absolutely. I mean, we all go around going, feck, arse, drink. Yeah, yeah, we Nuns. still hear Jen and I Nuns. do. Nuns, feck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to watch it. That's all we can say. We, we've given yeah. you way more than you should yeah. have been receiving, but just watch laugh. The little, watch, watch the little bollocks up to tonight. Yeah. It's hilarious. If you don't laugh That's out ra- loud at any, any of the episodes, you're, there's something wrong with you. America is a more deeply religious country than Britain uh, yeah. or indeed Ireland. And I could, I, I'm not so, I mean, would it, does it cross the Atlantic to the Catholics or do they get offended by some of the jokes? Yeah, my, my parish priest uh, has it on DVD, has the oh, entire well, collection. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, priests are like that the world over, aren't they? Come on. <laughs> Have you seen the, do you remember the episode with the um, priest from um, Florida? 
Yeah, uh, sorry yes. from Los Angeles. I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah, they're about to sing and preach. Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many of them. You got to watch it. We're, we're, we're giving you way too much out. All right, we got to go in. There's, there's a new series that, well, it's a new series coming out here in America called Ghosts. We're on and, series three. And you're on series three in um, the UK, right? Well, we, found, we, we, we caught the first episode. We were really fortunate because often we hear about them and then we have to watch them on catch up and demand but right. we actually caught the first episode of this series because obviously the title and oh, we'll give this a watch yeah and it's written by one of the screenwriters from um father ted so but sweet. also the screenwriter uh, it's pr- produced by the same team that produce uh, another uh, it's primarily aimed at children but it's called horrible histories um the series we 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 watched the first one and then of course uh, here in the UK, the BBC, who who um, who show it, uh, put immediately put the series in, in its entirety onto the onto onto the onto demand series like a box set. Well, that first night um, we caught the first one and then we watched the entire series, and then we then we you know we sort of waiting for the next series and then the. There are some superb comedy moments in that. I mean, it rivals Father Ted. Oh, I'll have uh, to see it. So, I, I mean, it's, I can't. It's, it's kind of subtle um, as well. But but anybody that knows, I mean, clearly the script writers know something about the paranormal. Um, you know, it's it's just wonderful, wonderful comedy. And it's one that your, you know, your, your children can watch. Uh, there's no bad language there's no sex no nudity yeah. uh, it's just hilariously good old-fashioned comedy it's a british series right it's a british series basically uh, there's a young couple yeah who, i just want to mention that uh it, it is a british series if you want to see the british series you can see that on hbo and cinemax here in the states if you have that uh service uh the brand new CBS uh, series American Made one is starting, I believe, this month uh, here on CBS. All right, go ahead, Steve. Well, basically, the, the the whole thing is centered around this stately home, this old stately home that's been around for five, six hundred years, as of, as of you know, all stately homes. And this young couple inherit it out of the blue um, through a distant relative, last surviving, uh, and it's haunted. Uh, it's you know, it's got. Dozens and dozens and dozens of ghosts. But they're not aware of the ghosts and the ghosts don't want them there. Anyway, the um, one of the um, young young couple have a, a near death experience. They they fall and they they hurt themselves and they 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 come close to dying. And thereafter, that person that, you know, that one of that couple can actually yep. see, see the ghosts and hear them and talk to them, communicate with them, but the other one can't. And then it's the adventures of the ghosts and, and the sort of uh, this young couple as they sort of live together. By the time you get to series two, because it it's fairly obvious how some of the ghosts met their end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you've got... The way they work, for sure. <laughs> you've got ghosts from all all periods in history. And um, then in series two, they start to do individual stories about how they met their their end. Mm-hmm. 
which continues through series three because there's quite a few ghosts. Yeah. And my favorite though is the ghost pigeon. Just watch out for it. Okay, I will. Yeah, we will watch it. I do want to say that it's kind of a, a takeoff on a, the, the old 1950 series uh, here in the States called Topper, where it's uh, actually in New York City, but there's a couple, uh, George and Marion and a drunken St. Bernard, who die in a ski accident. And uh, this older couple, Topper, uh, Carol is the actor, and his wife, uh, they're in their, his, their apartment or penthouse, and uh, Topper is the only one who can see them. So uh, it's kind of similar with that, where they have one person who can see it, and the other one, of course, he's the only one who knows what's going on. And and uh, thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's a mean, great it's, series. It's, I, I, it's I'm looking forward to it, Steve. It's well worth watching. It's a see. It's a it's a theme that's been used, as, of course, in the movie Ghost. Um, you know, and has recurred throughout other movies and television programs. But there's using a, Ghost. Yeah, there was because no. um, yes, it was. Other than the medium scene, but that's, exactly that's in, in that one person can and other people can't. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But she was a medium, so it's a little different, I think. Well, anyway. she wasn't, was she? She didn't well, realize. Well, well, no, she was a fraudulent medium who suddenly realized that she was a medium by accident. But um, there's a series that might be worth looking out for um, mm-hmm. if you if you if you can locate it. Might be available on YouTube. I know that there are episodes on YouTube. Yeah. But it's called Rent a Ghost. It was a kids' Rent-a-ghost. television program from the 1970s and uh, late 70s, early 80s. Um, and it's about a group of ghosts who rent themselves out. You can rent oh, a ghost, and it's it, me. you know even today it's it, it's a comedy kids program, but it's got so much good quality adult humor in it. Mm, excellent. Well worth watching. Rent a ghost. Yeah. Uh, that was a BBC production as well. Ah, cool. Yeah, BBC makes good. You know, that's that I watch just about everything. Well, when they're not yattering on about climate change. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, That's so we are coming up to the we coming up to the break, so uh, we do have to take a break. But uh, I just want to mention, of course, that Spirit Quest is about ten days away. Uh, Spirit Quest Paranormal Retreat. Uh, if you go to anyghostproject.com, you can see the whole lineup, and my uh, um, mate here, Steve, will be there. Uh, not physically, but spiritually. Spiritually, well, remotely via Zoom. <laughs> Oh, so, so magic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Modern witchcraft. Actually, oh, do you know Zoom is kind of a seance, isn't it? Because you'll sit around going, "Is there anybody there? Can you hear me? Is there anybody there?" Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're no harm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh, uh, remind me when we come back from after the break about an advert that's uh, doing the rounds on British television. Okay, so about 15 seconds, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank uh, all our friends, uh, our uh, members of the Dead Air Society here on uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon uh, for their continued support. And you too can become a member. Uh, just go to Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon and you get uh, yeah, to win a get, free hat. No, you don't. But after a year, you get the. Wait a minute, you get the elusive Ghost Chronicles, the magazine, which has never been seen before. It's like that elusive ghost. Anyway, all right, we got to take a break. We want to thank you for listening. Stay tuned when we'll talk about something else. We'll be right back. Welcome to Talking Ed. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Bear X family. And welcome back to part two of the premier paranormal chat show. Well, paranormal and other things chat show. Um, hosted from New England by the, the very own Van Helsing oh, over uh, here by the gold standard in something or other. Um, yeah, I was going to tell you about an advert. Um, it's it's because of Zoom. Um, we, mm-hmm. We're doing, you know, how advertisers uh, are very quick off the mark with their mm-hmm. um, advertising was... There's an advert doing the rounds here in the UK for one of the high street banks, and it's about Zoom meetings um, and people's reluctance to engage in Zoom meetings. So a lot of people used to um, stay motionless on screen for a few seconds. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, And this woman does exactly that. She doesn't want to appear there and, you know, she's embarrassed about the background, which is, you know, this was an advert. So um for whatever they were selling and so she she freezes on screen and remains motionless and they're all oh carolyn's um she's not her screen's frozen again and then the cat walks past and he said except for the cat that just walked past her (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're all doing that we have a toilet paper one that's actually doing and it catches the person sitting on a toilet at the zoom meeting uh, yes, the, the advertisers. A lot of adverts can be quite funny. In fact, um, there was a there was a very good paranormal advert um, that used to. It, it's one of these adverts that you often see repeated or or spoofed by by other advertisers. And this goes back, uh, or it must go back about thirty years to the original, which was for a um, chocolate bar called yep. uh, Toffee Crisp, and. Um, you've got a classic Victorian seance parlor in the, they're all gathered around the table and the lights are dimmed and the psychic, the medium is there. Is there anybody here? Can you send us a sign? And they hear this noise, like noise. Oh, can you, can you do that again? Can you send us another sign? At which point this empty toffee crisp wrapper floats down from the lampshade. (laughs) That is funny. Uh, 
I do want to mention something because, you know, a lot of people are still kind of bored with this virus that's going around and we're not doing as Is much. Is there a virus going around? Yeah, yeah, just a little one. But uh, Lou from the morning show uh, taught me this neat trick. So if you're ever bored, this is what you do. Okay, so for instance, you take your birth date and then you type in, uh, for, instance, for instance, mine is March 12th. And then you would type in, if you're a man, you write down man. If you're a woman, you put down woman. If you write other, you write other. Um, so so March, March 12th, man in Florida. That's all you type in. And you'll see what you get. It's amazing stuff. Uh, I just got one. I put that in and just while, while I was waiting. And it says, Florida man named baby cakes caught naked in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Why why did you say Florida? <laughs> because everything happens in Florida. Florida's like the craziest town around. Yeah, it's uh I yeah, thought everything it's... happened in because I mean I, I watch a lot of those YouTube videos where everything happens in Walmart. Yeah, all the Walmarts in Florida, but that's that's true. But put type that in sometime. Well just okay. for, I'll, I'll just for giggles. Yeah. Well, well, we'll do it now. All Hang right, on. what's your birthday? You got to type it in. I thought you were on the phone. So said, you can't do that. No, I can do it now. All right. So, put your birthday uh, and then put down man in Florida. And you should come up with some really interesting things. Okay. Man in Florida. In. FL. I know. Right. There you go. Enter. Oh. Florida man threatens to kill neighbors with kindness. <laughs> See, You're Florida some... man hits vehicle, then steals vehicle belonging to his mother. <laughs> See, Florida man. The fact. Here you go. Uh, what is the Florida man birthday challenge? <laughs> oh, there you go. So it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Florida man arrested after daughter installed cameras in home. Oh. Ah, that kindness one. Florida man attacks neighbor with machete, named kindness. Oh, see, it's so funny the way Florida man causes highway crash, then steals Good Samaritan's pickup truck. There you go. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. Oh, here you go. This is the best one. Florida drunk Florida man arrested for allegedly stealing floaty tiki bar. (laughs) (laughs) And that was this year. Yeah, you know it. There you go. There's lots of them in there. There's tons of them. Hang on. Florida man. Steals, oh, you like this now. Steals presidential election. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That was Jeb Bush. Oh, wait a minute. All right. So while I was in there, and this is from iHeartRadio. I thought Radio. that was quite, I thought you'd have liked that, Jeb Bush, Florida man. You know, like, I thought it was funny. On the ball. On the ball. So, yeah, except it was, uh, okay. Anyways, uh, 10 best Florida man stories for 2019. Florida man arrested after allegedly tried to hire a hitman. A Florida man isn't always a man. In fact, several 18-year-old Floridians made it this year to the list, including Nicholas Ferrer, who was charged with first-degree murder for solicitative murder of a staff member in a high school he attended. Uh, The person uh, tried... What? That person he tried to kill was a member of the Fave staff. Uh, you threatened to murder the school district 
who is out there trying to do their jobs and educate children, and we're going to track you down. Uh, the teenager eventually, that's not that funny. Did you think it was that funny? No, but I'm just going to type something in out of curiosity. I found Yay! this one. I just typed in Florida man and ghost. You ready? Oh, yep. Florida man says a ghost named Bill told him to smash the t- a TV. There you go. Drug-induced Florida man chases ghosts using a machete. I like this one. Florida man allegedly chops off penis of his wife's lover. Um, Florida man spots ghost or dog man sprinting across garden. Florida man robs Wendy's after grilling himself a burger. Florida man describes surviving in a haunted house during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, I like that one. Mm. And it says, and one below, it says, Flor- people from, from Florida are better at guessing Florida man stories. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, here's uh, one. Florida man charged with firing gun at a ghost. There you go. That's Florida man says Jesus told him to drive Ferrari into water. <laughs> Through it, All right. the overwater, surely. Yeah, there you go. All right, so enough with the Florida man stuff. And, and, and apologies to John, who is one of our listeners. I know, I know. I, I, I was thinking actually, that. your brother's now a Florida man. No, he is not. He is now a South Carolina man. Oh, he's moved north. Yeah, I couldn't find out. He couldn't, like, couldn't stand Florida. He got too... Couldn't stand the hurricanes. Could, no, nothing to do with the hurricanes. People. <laughs> so anyway, so... so you look better with a beard. Yeah. Anyway, on a more serious note, uh, yeah. this this is uh, I, this is right here in uh, Roy's country. Our uh, producer. Are there any Texas man stories? Yeah, this is tech. Wait a minute, Texas. Well, this is ghosts and Texas and Texas investigators say eight melted mummified bodies were uh, found at abandoned funeral home. Gruesome details have revealed an already disgusting saga of bodies found at a Texas funeral home. Eight bodies found at the Johnson family mortuary in Fort Worth were in various states of decay from melting to mummification, including an infant and a child, according to risk documents filed against the funeral home managers. One corpse was mummified inside the casket and another was found wrapped in a sheet on a coffee table, and the infants remained were found melted in a canister uh, that had been in the mortuary for more than two years. Investigators uh, said they smelled the odor of decaying flesh in the pocket. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Change usual. I can smell cannabis, sir. Must two others were bit. embalmed. Uh, others were on gurneys with bodily fluids dripping into buckets. Yes. Well, at least they put a bucket there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, I love this. Uh, let's see. Johnson Wright, 35 Corva, Donde Johnson uh, was arrested last week following her husband and a freed on jail on abusing of a corpse. Lifetime Cable Network said Friday it would not air a reality show titled Good Grief based on the Johnson family in their lavish funeral services, which included dancing pallbearers and hip-hop music. Johnson's twin brother, Derek 
who wore tails and a bow tie as they presided over funerals was known uh, locally as they called themselves the twins. The dynasty came to an end uh, last week when police uh, were summoned to the mortuary by a landlord to inspect the building. Uh, he had evicted the Johnsons two weeks earlier. Inside, they found the rotting bodies and no sign of the Johnsons. The Johnsons said it was all a misunderstanding. Well, that was nice. <laughs> and do you know so what? What? Um, this is an article from 2000. These must have been going around for a long time because this is a 2015 article headline um, from the San Antonio Express News. Yes. It says the most ridiculous Texas man headlines from the Lone Star State. While Texas will likely never outdo Florida in outrageous headlines. See? The Lone Star. This is 2007 years ago on yeah. a daily basis. And then it says. Uh, Florida has a website dedicated to uh, the adventures of Florida man and Florida woman. Um, but there's a load here of Texas ones. Good. Um, Anything good that pops out? Uh, you've got to click through all these images. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. No, yes. I'll be here all night. Florida, Florida man calls 911 to report that his uh, cannabis crop was stolen. Illegal cannabis scrub, may I add? Okay. <laughs> so he reported that he was, so he's already in trouble no matter what he does. Well, I'm trying to click through what? to find something. Uh, Did you find anything? Um, well, first thing that came up was a picture that I don't think, my, well, I liked it, but I don't think, it's all naked women. What? Oh, yeah. you must be on one of those wrong sites. You shouldn't go in there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I was on one of the porn sites again. Yeah, one of those. Let me reel you in sites. Yeah. Yeah. Bad move. Don't know what she's wearing, but it needs ironing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But you know what's interesting is, uh, uh, you know, this is, I, I talked that one about Texas, but. Here's a, another stupid thing about. Be careful because our producers in Texas. I already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, be careful. Yeah. Just a warning. I mean, I said Chinese radios over the weekend at the SPR conference and got myself into hot water. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be the first time I get myself in hot water. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do when you find yourself in hot water? I put a tea bag in it. I'm British. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Make the most of it. Uh, new footage uploaded on YouTube. Uh, a man discovers an abandoned, abandoned funeral power in the woods containing some truly gruesome sights. Watches he and his friends stumble across coffins holding the bloody dead. At the beginning of the video, they come across a deserted uh, pollock called the Memorial Mound. And uh, they entered into the rotted rooms and discovered open coffins and uh, small handwritten notes inside. Coffins themselves were in very condition. One of them uh, belonged to an infant. The camera gets closer. So you see the carcass of some of the uh, uh, God. This is so. This is kind of common. People just uh, hey, wait a minute. She must be British. She says bloody hell. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um... 
I was about to, I was just pulling up an advert, um, a newspaper article that appeared just this week from California. Oh, what do you got? Uh, this is a man who was out walking. Um, this is Joel Morrison, age 37. He was out walking in um, St. Joseph's Catholic uh, Catholic Cemetery, Sacramento. And um, he discovered what appeared to be, at first, human hair poking out of a 100-year-old grave in the, in the California Cemetery. Oh. Um, and he says that the handyman believes that... Um, or, the gentleman believes that uh, nearby trees roots had disrupted the concrete foundations, making thus making room for local wildlife to nest in the human hair. Um, oh, that's sweet. When he returned the following day after reporting it, the hair had been tucked back inside. But he thoughtfully cut off a sample of it, which he's passed to the coroner's office uh, to have sampled to verify it is, in fact, human hair. So that's... Um, because a lot of people uh, don't realize that you know when we're when we're buried mm-hmm. um you know we don't we don't just turn to we bone go back to nature well yeah, yeah but it takes it's the length of time it takes and you know depending on the local soil conditions and the the conditions of the burial um you know it can take hundreds hundreds of years in some cases and um you know california yeah, when it's not still, how good the carbon soil well, when the I mean we 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 still here you know routinely and we've got plenty of bog men, um, yep. which are a bit like Etsy, you know the the one up on the glacier in in, in Italy, um, very very well preserved uh, as indeed some of the mummies are from South America, um, but you know California hundred years old big clump of and there's a photo there's the inevitable photograph, of course there is. The, um, uh, when you think about it, when you go to a cemetery and there's trees in the cemetery, what do you think those trees feed on? Uh, squirrels. No, the trees don't feed on squirrels. Their roots go into the ground, into the these coffins. And, and, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you walk around, yeah. you know, I mean, we've got cemeteries here that are fairly old, as you can imagine. And um, they the, the ground is, well, the ground inside the cemetery gradually gets higher and higher and higher. Um, so they have retaining walls around them to stop the inevitable because as they gradually put more and more of the population into these things, you know, they stack them up, chuck another layer of soil on top, stack them up. Um, and periodically the walls give way. Right. And, um, the, the contents fall out, um, you know, and it's, it, and animals, as you say, um, excavate little burrows and, holes yep. and you know uh, bury things like squirrels burying acorns and each other and um yeah we we often you know if you walk around some of our cemeteries here in the uk um i was walking just a few weeks ago and came across some human remains sticking out the ground and a lot of churches have a small um around the back of the church there's often a small container or box that you can pop these things back into Oh, that's nice. Um, and then they'll be they'll be dealt with. Duly dealt with. Duly dealt. Uh, Detroit funeral home. Eleven ba- babies found in the ceiling. That's a beauty. beauty. In the ceiling. In the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, there we are. That's an awful. Yeah. 
Oh, God, man, find funeral parlor in woods. This man, it's a lot of abandoned funeral parlors. Abandoned what was that? Fa- Alabama was... shows decubus and Yeah, body. there was a famous one, I think it was in Pennsylvania, that, that hit the headlines a couple of years ago, where they, they found, was it, it had been a, mo- a mom and pop family funeral business that had gradually, you know, over the years had become overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And um, they just started to store the bodies um, you know, whilst they got round to burying them, and gradually, you know, they got a bit overwhelmed with the. And uh, when when police were called, they found I think it was close on three hundred and fifty. Yeah. yeah um, and, and you know, we talk about you know pres- preservation and everything. Uh, it wasn't too long ago in New York City they were digging a uh, uh, parking lot, and uh, when they went in there, they uh, found a human skeleton. I mean, not even a human skeleton. Excuse me, a human body, right? And uh, they didn't know where this girl came from because it was a girl. And what eventually came to life, which is the intriguing part of this, by the way, is that the parking lot was built over this uh, farmer factory that made these lead-lined coffins during the Civil mm-hmm. War. And the body was actually from the Civil War. It was, uh, And when they dug in, the, the coffin exploded, which is why they couldn't find a coffin. It just, you know totally exploded and but the the cost was still fresh even though you know in mm. this thing and this is so 100 what's uh, it what's interesting about these um well-preserved bodies is it was often a mark of sainthood um when they when they would excavate you know uh, these beatified individuals um they would discover that their remains were in a you know they were described as looking asleep rather than dead um yeah. remarkably you know the the everything about them was well preserved, and that was considered to be you know a mark of their sanctity. Yep. And in fact, the, uh, um, locally here we have a it's now an antiques. It's it was a former chapel, Welsh chapel, uh, dating back about two hundred and fifty years, and it's now become a an antique centre, an antique store. And, oh wow! Uh, That's so cool. When they were completing the renovations, modernizing it and re- renovating the building um, to to change use into an antique store, they they moved or they they tore down part of the wall, and out fell um, the remains of a young girl who'd been interred in the wall, mm-hmm. without anybody knowing. They just thought oh. that there was a well, there was a memorial plaque on the wall. Um, which they thought was just a memorial plaque. You're you know, a plaque, right? Yeah. Because it often the plaques great. will say, "Near <laughs> this spot lies the remains of." Yeah. Um, on, on this occasion, it was near this spot, very near this spot. In very fact, near, behind this spot, this wall, <laughs> <laughs> behind this wall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, we walk around those cemeteries, and um, you often see little bits of former Be- residents sticking up the yeah. ground. We have a we have a uh, graveyard up here, in, not a graveyard, excuse me, a cemetery in, up here in uh, New Hampshire where there are no bodies in it. Uh, there was a great uh, uh, storm and it was on by the side of the river and the, the water was so strong and intense that it actually washed away all the bodies in the cemetery. So the graves are still there, but there's, there's no bodies. Well, we've got one here in West Wales. There's a bunch of archaeologists um, on one of our main holiday beaches. There'd been a big coastal storm over the winter of last year. And the storm moved a lot of the sand dunes and eroded the sand back and uncovered in a 
1200 year old um, cemetery um you know so these were people of so what do you do with that steve when when, when well, something like that happens well what the archaeologists are doing obviously they're excavating the cemetery um yeah. and learning and then the bones are being reinterred at St. somewhere David's. else or in the same place no they'll be reinterred at st david's cathedral because coastal erosion they can't put them back in the same place they just yeah. pop up again right um so but the archaeologists have been working frantically uh for the last um 14 months i think it was trying to um you know do as much as they can for this or retrieve as much as they can and yeah. understand and they were able to date it um and the, you know this this cemetery closed 1200 years ago and was in yeah. use for about 600 years and, and yet you know, you know people were picnicking on it just a few weeks before it the beach fell away so they're sitting on top of bodies, but that's well, we not, all are. Let's be honest. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, fiercely. You know, it's like you know, oh, there's a Indian burial ground under this. I was like, isn't there one everywhere? You know, it's like so many. But uh, you know, one of the the worst stories that uh, I heard and regarding storms and and bodies and so forth was uh, in Galveston, Texas. Galveston's Texas. Galveston's an, an island off of uh, Texas. It's a big, long island there and it's there's water on both sides of the coast because it's an island i think there was one or two bridges that went to it and uh they had a huge hurricane to hit and this was before they had all the uh the big warnings uh they for had the weather channel yeah for the weather channel but their weatherman they did have a, a weather they had a uh the, the government had an official weather person whatever and the fact that his ghost is probably still seen there, according to some of the tours there, that uh, he went around the island riding his horse, yelling at people that but the storm was coming. But on the the uh, the the how he came pretty much demolished the island and it, it killed uh, you know a ton of people. And on the very end of the island was a uh, Catholic uh, orphanage, and the nuns, uh, of course, they they try to nuns, save the children. Back. Yeah, I know. They saved. They try to save the children, so they went up to the the other upper floors, and they tied all the children together with ropes and everything else. And uh, it uh, the storm hit and it wiped out the, the thing. And uh, when they went back, uh, when the recovery came in, they were trying to save people. They uh, they were bodies every. They were finding bodies, but uh, they weren't the brightest people because there were so many bodies. They actually put them on boats and put them out to sea. And guess what? They came back, <laughs> but uh, they uh, they they were uh, recovering bodies and they and they were uh, on the beach and they they saw a hand and so they dug up uh, the hand and and it, and it was connected to a child and they they pulled the child and if they pulled the child out it was a rope around it which they dug deeper and connected and all the children were buried tied together in the sand because of where the storm had just wiped it out and covered it. That's uh, a it's uh galveston they, they say it's the ha one of the haunted island most haunted islands uh you know what read about it some interesting things happen I, there I, i've read about the hurricane but um we uh, have something similar here um which is i know that the ghost hunters are desperate i mean i don't mean the television program i mean ghost hunters are desperate to go to it's a place called dead man's island um it's in the it's in the river thames are you kidding me uh, uh, go ahead um, and it consists of mud banks and it's uninhabited and it's it's now sort of fenced off 
because yeah. in 2016, the remains of more than 200 bodies were found on the island. These are just lying really? around on the on the surface. Um, the remains of men and boys who died of disease on board Navy prison hulks floating in the river, originally buried in wooden coffins under six feet of, of soil and mud. Coastal erosion and uh, rising sea levels has washed away the mud to expose the remains at low tide. Um, and you are forbidden from going onto it. Wow. I mean, there's, there's, there's many islands like that. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, right here at, in uh, off of Maine, of course, we have a small island uh, called uh, Wood Island, which I'm not talking about the one the lighthouse is on. This is the life Stator station right off of uh, Portsmouth Harbor Light. But that was a, a plague island. And, of course, the one in Italy off of Venice, we, we hear uh-huh. about that one all the time. It's one of the most haunted places mm-hmm. as well. But can you I have the opportunity to go there. Did, did you go? No. Um, Opportunities don't count. The, opp- <laughs> the opportunity came, but uh, the circumstances all fell apart um, at oh, the last minute. But it was with a, um, yeah, that was we, what we were looking forward to. Yes. Yeah, it never happened. So oh, I can't tell okay. you about it because it never happened. Oh. But we were supposed to spend, you know, several days that, and nights on this haunted that was- island. Yeah, this, I mean, there's a lot of stories there, and I, I know there some of them are in my uh, one of my books, Ghost Today. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, 30 seconds, 15, we got to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the second hour of Ghost Chronicles Radio, and I will be joined by Leslie Martin, and we'll talk about well, a lot of different things, including dreams. Dreams, we all have dreams, don't we? Oh, it's better than dead people, isn't it? Dead people, yeah, we talked about I dream people. of dead people. I see dead people. All right, we got to go. Thank everyone for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. And uh, Steve, thank you. And good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Good night. God bless everybody. Good night. Stay well. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.